episode 5 of Going Blind Sucks. I'm your host, Destin Diodato, and with me, as always, is my co-host, uh, sound engineer and wife, Joy Masters. Hello. Why did you laugh at me when I said that? <laughs> I don't know. You were just... I was being very radio-y? Something. I don't know. You're oh, like, okay. as always, this pain in the butt what? is sitting across <laughs> the table from me. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes. <laughs> you married it. It's true. And I I like it, but sometimes. Yeah. What? Well, you'll pay later. Yeah, no, I or know. Or even now. Probably. Know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, our topic today is going to be uh, doctors and dealing with them and dealing with family's desire for you to go to them and all that. Uh, but before we get into the topic, I just wanted to uh, share a story that had recently happened. Um, I... Uh, uh, beyond just having vision problems, there's another sense um, that I have that does not work so well, uh, and that is smell, uh, which I, we've actually discovered um, that somehow explaining that ruins all sympathy for me about the vision thing. If you're like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, trouble seeing. And also you can't smell. People are instantly like, oh, well, that's just dumb. Who can't smell? That's just stupid. I don't feel <laughs> bad for him anymore. Maybe he shouldn't be like that. Um, so anyway, the br- reason I bring it up... Uh, is Joy was away this weekend, and uh, while she was away, um, something in the apartment turned. Something smelled really, really bad. And I checked the garbage before I left because that's my job. Right. And it was fine. Right. And it's not like, or it's not like it's a woman's job to check the garbage. It's just that we have different chores, and we. And that that happens. That to happens be mine. to be hers. Um, so uh, anyway, um, my sense of smell isn't so much that I can't smell anything. It just takes a while for me to smell something. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> it's like a slow yeah. creep. But then once like, I'm aware of it, then, you know, then it's there. Okay. So anyway, something in the apartment turned. So I knew something smelled awful. But the problem with being low vision and low general sense of smell was that I knew something smelled awful in the kitchen. And that's where my information stopped. Like I couldn't. <laughs> solve the problem because I couldn't tell you where it was coming from. I just knew somewhere in the room. And I just had to wait in a smelly apartment for two days <laughs> for Joy to get back to go, oh no, it's this thing right here. Why didn't you open the window? Uh, because it's over the fire escape. And I thought people would come in and steal me. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't want that to happen. Right. So. I know. Right. I'm very... My I'm, mistake. I'm very kidnappable. People <laughs> would want to kidnap me and put me in the back of their van. Yeah, yeah, you're so short that you easily fit anywhere. <laughs> yes, they would. They would break into the window, climb down, <laughs> take me out, back out through the fire escape. And this whole time, you would just sit on the couch, wait for them to pick you up, <laughs> yes. bundle you into a sack or however people right, kidnap large down, men. Uh, carry me down <laughs> four flights of stairs <laughs> on the fire escape, <laughs> and, and you wouldn't make a sound. Yo, I'm scared of kidnappers. People wouldn't. They said they would hurt me. <laughs> but if, so as you heard them breaking into the window, you're like, "Huh, I wonder what that is." T- I'll just I'll just stay on the couch and continue watching TV and not worry about it until someone it- shows up in the living room just to kidnap me. Right. That's why I just choose to not open the window because I don't want to have that. I don't want to have that that much adventure in my life. Yeah, but if they break the window, it doesn't matter if it's locked or not. Yeah, but then people will hear that. I feel like if they break the window, it's safer. Okay. I know. There's a whole thing there. Yeah, there is. There's definitely a thing. Anyway, there. Uh, so getting <laughs> getting into our topic, if 
pain in the butt while that pain. Are you talking to yourself? Yeah. What? You're you're sleeping on the couch. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. I've heard that before. And it never works. It doesn't. <laughs> um. Anyway, Sorry, so getting ahead. into our topic uh, is doctors. Um, and the reason I bring it up is uh, because I don't like them. Um, and for some reason, everybody wants to go to them. Because they fix things, Dustin. But sometimes they do. Yeah, but if you don't go to one, they can't fix something. But no, I, I, I mean, I understand the basic idea. Of I'm not that. sure you do. Because you're like, <laughs> hmm, I've been in pain for three days now. Maybe I should just hang out at home and it'll just go away. If I go to a doctor, they might fix it. Right. Well, but I that mean, that would be silly. But I mean, that, but I'm talking about in relation to RP. Here is the general experience that I have with doctors. Three years ago or two years ago or whatever it was. I guess it's almost know. three years ago almost now. Almost three, yeah. Um, I wasn't going blind. And then I went to a doctor and then all of a sudden I was. Well, I'm sure you realized you were actually going blind. Right. It, you didn't but instantaneously I didn't know about become it. legally blind the day you were at right. the doctor's Right. No, I, I mean, I know I didn't. I know he didn't give it to me. I know I didn't <laughs> go there and I was having kind of vision problems and he was just like, here you go. Like, here's... Let's just make this official. Yes. Here's a full on. Let me inject <laughs> you. Let me inject you with a genetic disease. I know that that is not what happened, but it was on that day that I discovered this thing. So right. bummer, right there. Yeah. Uh, and he pretty much explained to me, or the the couple of doctors that I went to pretty much explained to me that like, hey, um, this is a thing that you have. There's no cure for it. And the best we really got is vitamin A. Go get them. Um, come back later. Uh, and so at that point, it's almost that sense of like, well, why am I coming back to you? You possess the exact same ability to help me as the laundromat. Like you... you <laughs> no, in fact, less probably. If you're looking at it this way, the laundromat at least cleans your clothes. Right. The doctor's office just gives you a bill. Yeah. So I'm better off going to the laundromat. No. And I'll tell you why. They have Wi-Fi now. They actually, they do, which is pretty fancy. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, you know why. You know, because now you understand why you were running into things. You understand why you couldn't see people that were standing next to you talking to you. You understand why you have night blindness. Right. But that so the first time, the first time it made sense. The first time, I mean, I get that you have to go that first time so that they can tell you what's wrong. Because my hope the first time I went was that they'd be like, oh, well, why don't you just go ahead and take this pill and everything's great. You know, because in my head, they've cured like 95% of diseases. When in reality, they've cured like polio is like the one thing that they've cured. Measles. Yeah, but... Chickenpox. Well, I don't know if that's a cure, but... Yeah, like a handful of things. Like There's stuff going on that they've... Right, but I figured that they cured more stuff than they have. All right. So, point being... I knew uh, there was one. Um, that you have this thing, they tell you what it is, and then all they can really do from that point on is tell you how much worse it's getting. And yet everybody wants you to go to the doctor. Or... Every family member. And it's because they care. Obviously. I get it. I get that they... I get that, you know, they want you to go there and they feel like maybe the doctor's going to be able to do something. And maybe there was some study or maybe there was some thing. 
you know. Um, but in the last six months, I probably wasn't. And I, I hope, I hope that the doctors got like a Rolodex of people with RP who like... If they just found the cure, he'd they be just like, start calling people. Yeah. Like, hey, buddy, go to the the clinic on X Y Z Street and get a yeah. shot. Yeah, I mean, I like be, to think to that there's a phone chain or something like that. <laughs> right. That people email would, blast. They yeah. Could out. They could Twitter. Exactly. Twitter That's what it's for to tell people yeah. something a disease was cured and to get the news out. Um. So it seems to me that like all that the doctor can do for me after that initial thing is be like, hey. Here's how much worse it is. Here are the numbers between your number and zero. Like, that's basically, you know, and right now, for me, I'm nine degrees in either eye. So I only have... Can you explain that? Nine degrees off center. Nine degrees off center. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Peripheral vision. Most people have 90 degrees on average, or I should say. Uh, Dustin only has nine degrees off center. Correct. With a couple Um, of islands off floating in the ocean to the sides. Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird and random. Uh which, which basically, you know, which means that there's only nine numbers between nine and zero, you know? So I only get a maximum of nine office visits before I already know the answer. Well, at this rate. But that's, I think that's one of the hopes, at least, that I had. And I think that you had, too, is by going to get, because you had your, your field of vision test. Right. A while ago. And so we had it again this year to see if there was any change. And I think our hope, both of us, was that it wouldn't have changed. Because that's one thing that can happen with RP is that you can hit this plateau and you can stay at that level of sight for years and years and years. Right. And so that's what I think we were hoping. And I, I think because you're so analytical and you, you, after it all, you'd rather know than not know. I think you want to know at what rate your vision is going or not going. So even though they can't say, hey, great news, you gained uh, five degrees of sight on each eye. They're right, not going to say going to say that. Yeah. No, until they have that. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's almost always like you either get neutral news or bad news. You're never going to go there and find out you won money. You're only <laughs> ever going to go there and find out that your vision is a little bit worse than it was before because that's how RP works. It never does get better. So it only ever gets worse. So what I'm saying is I personally, at least most of the time, enjoy the deniability. Because I know, like, it's a question of like, if if it was like, you know, I had some sort of weird blood disease or whatever. Well, I don't know how many weird blood things are happening in my body. I have to go to the doctor to find out how... What kind of, but like, I'm looking at stuff all day long. Like, I know what I can see and what I can't. Yeah. You know? So, if it's a question of the doctor telling me, like, you can see less than you did, or me telling me whether or not I can see less than I did, I think I know pretty well. You know? Um, I don't know what that person's going to tell me that I'm not experiencing all the time. So, why do you go? Because people want me to. I mean, Justin. really? Like, it's because people want me to. Like, and I went I, I, I went a few times hoping and praying that I was going to get the one doctor that, like, knew some shit, you know? That really was like, oh, no. 
I got this. I'm your guy. Um, and I just really didn't. Uh, I, I haven't been able to track it down. And I've asked around, you know, for... <laughs> But, I mean, I, I wasn't just wandering the streets going, hey, do you have an RP guy? Hey, do you even know? Do you have a... Yeah. Um, you know, I've asked people Excuse me. People in the know. Excuse uh, me, lady. <laughs> that is not what I did. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm derailing this. I mean, it's been derailed like 18 times already. <laughs> that wasn't all my fault. No, I know. Um, well, mostly you. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm easily tangential. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, but I've asked around and I've, you know, like I we said, we've... We've got to people who've given seminars on RP. Yeah, and all they've done is quoted the internet. Right. It's like, look, I got WebMD. I can figure that out. Google, you can, you know, you can get most information out there. I I wanted a guy who could really, or a girl. Thank you. Uh, you know, who could really just get to the bottom of it. But I think the problem is that that doesn't exist, you know? It, and it, and it's not just entirely a product of like not enough people have RP, so nobody specializes in it. So there is nobody who can really hold your hand that way. Uh, I think it's just that sense of like as a doctor, like, well, what do you want me to do? You know, like, uh, I know you can't cure it. You know you can't cure it. I know that the only thing I really got for you is vitamin A. Uh, so we can stare at each other for a while, but I don't know what else to tell you. Well, you know? the next doctor that you're going to go see is a geneticist and that is going to possibly help you with something. Now that guy specifically is only going to be sort of a springboard. He's going to set you up with that test so you can be, have your, all your genetic testing. I'm not entirely sure what that really entails, Me but, neither. but that's going to give you the opportunity, hopefully to be a part of a study yeah of one of these people that is working towards a cure for rp and those types of but everybody likes to throw that out too like because when i whenever i i make that complaint to people and say hey you know there's no point in going to the doctor because this isn't the first time we've had the discussion just the first time we've recorded it yep um everybody's like well what about what about clinical studies and stuff like that people need you know whatever but i'm still at nine degrees and i've done the research on the clinical studies and the thing about clinical studies with people who are already pretty blind is that they don't like messing around with the three degrees that you have so basically like if you know if you're going to be part of a clinical study you got to be at black you know like you got to be completely blind because they don't want to like they don't want their medicine to be the thing that knocks out your like last two or three degrees. Okay. So if you're a person who is sighted, but very poorly sighted, um, then the clinical study is something you can aspire to, but it's not something that you're really going to qualify for now. Okay. So you get that test done now when one has health insurance. And if you get to that completely black which we're not sure, but if you get to that point, then you can be in that study. You've already got this stuff out of the way. It's a prevent- preventative thing or or a, like investing in the future of a possibility of something that we could do. Does you know, that make sense? It is. It is. I guess I guess my point is that I think the, the, the reason that I bring it up and want to get it out there is because I know that there are 
that there are a lot of people who don't have RP that feel the same way that you do. Yeah. And I, I mean, there are some that have RP that feel the same way you do as well. Uh, but I think, I think it's important to talk about the emotional toll that those, do- that those doctors take. When yeah. I went there, you know, like I knew that I had lost from the first time that I had gotten the peripheral vision test, uh, to the most recent time that I've gotten the test. Uh, it went, I think from like 14 to nine and like 10 to nine. If I remember correctly. Yeah. I think they're 13 to nine and 10 to nine. Yeah. Um, that's a big difference, you know, and psychologically, like that was rough, you know, to, uh, and I know that it was probably, you know, I'm probably in the middle of one of those like spurts or whatever, and it's not going to be moving at that rate for forever. I hope it's not, Me but too. I know that I would rather not know that. I would like up until the doctor said nine degrees in either eye, it was 13 and 10. And even though I knew that I had lost a little bit of vision, it was 13 and 10. And those are the numbers that I was going to lock into my brain. Or I, I guess 14. I thought about also, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I keep taking things away. You do. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I do. And I, I understand your point of view and i obviously i have a different one because i'm not you and and i don't have rp and i think that if i did or whatever came my way i want to know everything i don't but but i i know that and i and i'm wondering if i were exactly in your shoes and not just standing next to them would i change my tune i don't know i mean i i I mean obviously i think you would Um, well yeah because you feel so strongly i don't know because I just, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I just... I, people are different. So even right. though that's the way you feel, I'm not sure if it would be the way. Yeah, no. I mean, I, the way yeah, no, everybody, feel. I think people do feel. You're right. I mean, people have different experiences. Some people want to control everything about it. And some people want to just be like, well, there's nothing I can do. So, you know. Right. And, and I think some people too think that or feel that by doing research, by going to the doctors, by doing everything they can and absorbing every piece of information they can... In a way, it's it's like denial, in in a strange sense. Like my mind oh. would be, I'm burying myself in the research of it. I'm yeah. not thinking this is me. I'm thinking, what is this disease? What does it do to people? What's my body doing with it? But I'm not thinking, oh crap, yeah. I'm going blind. I'm thinking, no, I'm, I'm I'm looking at it scientifically. I guess you could say right. rather than but, emotionally. But, but I find for me, the more research I do, the worse I end up feeling about it. You know, like when we heard about the study with the, uh, you know, the genetic thing that they, the stem cells that they put in like a little capsule in your eye. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's great. They're right around the corner. They figured it out. They got the capsule built already. Um, you know, and then we read the article about it and it was like, oh yeah, and they tested it on mice and it only worked 20% of the time. And for the other people, their retina detached or they got tumors in their eyeballs. And I was like, oh, well, I would rather had not have done that part. I'd rather <laughs> just have heard about the capsules and moved on with my life. Right. Um, you know, it's, you know, or the the video that we saw of the, uh, uh, you know, the thing, the sensors they're putting in uh, your brain. Because uh, they're working on that technology where they, you know, they put sensors directly in your brain and they connect them to a little, like a camera. 
and little sensors that come out of your skull. It, to be, I don't think you talked about this before, but we saw this thing online where this woman had, she's completely blind. I don't think it was from birth. I think some uh, an accident happened. Yeah, yeah. And in the back of your head, like actually kind of sort of directly behind your eyes, but all the way to the back of your head, the back of your skull, um, is where your, your vision centers are. And they install this little chip in there that they had to have a connection to this outside camera. So you've got these two things coming out of the sides of your head, but big, thick cables. They're not, it's not like an iPod headphone thing. It's like a heavy duty, you know, industrial audio engineer. Yeah, it's like a three quarter inch thing that's coming out of like, do you ever see the Matrix? Yes. Uh, Basically like, (laughs) uh, like the, the cable that they put in the back of the dude's head. Yes, that's what it was like. But yeah. two of them, one two on each side. Yeah, sticking out of their head, and then a huge Batman belt. Yeah, it was like a huge fanny pack, sort of, or even like a weight belt. Like if someone's working out and they have weights on their things, it's huge. Anyway, and the and the camera is on the front of the glasses, so it's almost like it's supposed to be feeding you information if you were actually looking, if you could actually see. Right now, I had heard about the camera sensor in the brain thing before, but I hadn't seen it. Um, it wasn't what you expected. It right? was not what I expected, and it was not what I wanted. I do not want big, you know, big sensors. I don't want big matrix cables coming out of my head. Like, <laughs> you know, I want a nice little discreet kind of, like you said, iPod cable that just sort of sneaks out from, you know, underneath Behind my collar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then nobody ever notices it, and it's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so it's that kind of stuff where it's like, I would rather not so much of the, like, so much of the information is not good. Like the Foundation Fighting Blindness just recently uh, gave a re- gave a re- sent out a report of all the clinical trials that are actively going on. Um, and even that, I thought they were way farther with most of the stuff than they were. Um, you know, I looked at it and I was like, oh, everything, assuming it goes awesome, is like three years out. Which, don't get me wrong, if they can cure this thing in the next three years, yay. Awesome. Um, but they were talking a bigger game than that most of the time that I heard. It just it sounded Or, or we heard a bigger game. Yeah. You know? I heard a bigger game. Yeah. Don't it's possible that I was just translating stuff in my brain. <laughs> but in my head I was like, Okay, by the time the summer movies come out, everybody can see. Uh is what I was hoping was yeah, gonna be the case. And, you know, to find out that it's like, well actually, you know, we've only really working on this one particular version of RP that like seven people have and this may work and it's two years out before we even find out um and we got all these seven th- people yeah <laughs> seven people. yeah I, I mean they didn't say seven people but interesting they chose such a small group to focus on yeah well they figured if they can they can help the largest percentage seven people is the largest percentage yeah, if they can cure like three then it's like oh look how many people we cured oh huh. uh, a number that I don't know what percentage <laughs> of it is Anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to do math. Okay? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not ahead. what this podcast is about. Thank it's goodness. not about converting fractions to percentages. Oh, right. Fine. So continue. I apologize. Um, so my point is that's another on the long list of things that I would rather just sort of tangentially know about. Yeah, but the way that you're wired, you cannot tangentially know something. You but hear I something. Did. I totally did. I didn't, didn't. I didn't know that it was matrix cables in the brain. Yeah, I but you looked that. it up. You sought out that information. I know that one snuck up on me. 
<laughs> totally snuck up it on came me. Up, not, it broke through the window in the kitchen. It tried to kidnap <laughs> no. you and made it. And worse. scene. <laughs> um, no, that one snuck up on me. There was a show about vision. It was like the amazing human body and all the crazy things it can do. And I was like, oh. In every other one, it was about like, this dude gets trapped in a cave and his body shuts down in a certain way to help prevent it. And then he lives like nine months, you know, drinking. With no water. Right. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. I want to know what amazing things the eyes can do. Uh, and it turns out it was like, here are some amazing things the eyes can do. And also matrix cable in the brain person. <laughs> that snuck up on me. And the ca- and right. the story with the mice where the retinas attached and the tumors grew, that somebody sent me that email. I didn't look that one up. So hmm. both of those, both of those are people trying to force their opinions on me. Oh, really? Yes. They were trying to give you hope. Yeah, you were also the one that taped that show, so I think that I you did really not know that was going to be there. I think you had some responsibility in that. It did talk about sight. It did, and I do believe that eyeballs work. I mean, I'm <laughs> not. I wasn't <laughs> doubting the existence of sight. <laughs> I didn't think that we needed a cure for sight. <laughs> Most people have it. I get it. I just yeah. don't. No. I want them to cure my. You have some. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, so I, I guess that's the thing for me that, um, for the people who are, who are not, who don't have RP or don't have any, some other version of whatever, uh, out there, um, it's that it's not just about going to the doctor, you know, it's not just about like, it, it's not a process of not taking care of yourself. You're not, for me anyway, um, I'm not avoiding the doctor because I don't want to take care of myself. I'm avoiding the doctor because because I don't want to know the information that they're going to tell me and not going to the doctor isn't going to change that information. Now, I say all this with one sort of caveat um, because I had said that to my eye doctor, admittedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my eye doctor was like, well... You know, it's not about that. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, if you have RP or, you know, that kind of stuff, you're also more prone to glaucoma and other complications. Uh-huh. So you have to go periodically just so we know that those other complications aren't happening. Because sort of once the eyeball starts to go south, yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> it, you know, it's... Other, more, other things can creep in. Yeah, it's vulnerable yeah. to attack. Yeah. Um, just like I am. It's vulnerable. <laughs> kidnapping um of some kind. <laughs> uh so see how I, we we brought it all back together like eight Again. times yeah um so yeah so We're there is a there is a reason to go i'm not saying that there isn't um but what i am saying is that it's not as easy as it sounds i know but from my end and i've said it before there's always that hope that my idea from the last time for getting your field of vision checked because you kept saying, I think it's getting worse. And I said, it's probably just stress because that can affect it. Yeah. I'm like, and that I was going with that thought that this is going to be a stress related thing and the field of vision test will show you, hey, you haven't lost any vision or it's very, very little. Mm-hmm. And I was wrong. I was hoping right. for the best and because I, I wanted to give you good news. I know, but I guess I was thinking like, well, 
Joy's either wrong. <laughs> yes. Or it's just stress. If I don't find out for sure, I can just say to myself, it's just stress. It's just stress. It's not getting worse. It's just stress. Um, but now I found out it's not just stress. It is out of my balls hate me. So now I know. But like you said, it's still good to go for those other things to make sure the rest of your eyeballs aren't hating you as much. The rest of my, <laughs> the rest how many, of the, how many I'm eyeballs do you about, think I I'm have? I'm thinking of you, <laughs> three, you, I'm just thinking of of the parts of your eyeballs. Like I'm thinking of the parts that hate you are the RP and the other parts where all the other stuff, like glaucoma and all that stuff can happen. Cause I believe they happen in different places mm-hmm. in the eyeball. So I'm just saying the rest of the eyeballs of their portions of eyeball. Are you understanding me? Yeah. Making sure that those parts don't hate you as well. Okay. And those are things that they can do something about. And the thing is that I almost didn't bring up that. Uh, for two reasons. Yes. One, because I didn't want you to know, because that was going to give you more opportunity to be like, well, you have to go because of glaucoma and blah, blah, blah. Well, yes. That's uh, true. And two. I will use it. For everybody else out there <laughs> <laughs> who is just like you, um, who now is like, oh, crap, now my significant other is going to hear that. And now they're going to make me go to the doctor, too. So I'm sorry to all those people out there who I just totally screwed you. By giving, by feeding ammunition to the person who's trying to get you to go to the doctor, <laughs> uh, but just know that there's a middle ground there somewhere. Yeah, you know, and if the if your person's like me, um, you yes, you probably have to make them go, but find that middle ground and know that it's not that simple. Okay, I appreciate you telling me. Yeah, uh, and I think that's our episode for this week. Okay. Uh, and uh, again, we've been getting a lot of emails from people, uh, and thank you guys so much. Uh, it's so it's nice. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it's so nice to hear from everybody. Um, you know, keep them coming. Uh, if you know, if anybody's out there and they're going through stuff and they need some, you know, shoulder to cry on or just something, somebody to talk to or somebody to go, hey, you know, other people don't know what I'm going through, and it sounds like maybe you do. Can I just? Some, say some stuff uh, yeah you know do it uh, if you have a question about like well how did you get through this uh, you know send it along and I might not have gotten through it I might not know what you're talking about or I might have and if I haven't then I'll you know I'll post it out to the other listeners and maybe we can sort of uh, crowdsource it yeah and, and get you a good answer have a group think yeah as they say in the corporate world and uh, if you have any resources that you use um, to help you feel better, you know, other than this podcast, um, <laughs> uh, if it makes you feel better, which I hope it does, um, then let me know. And I'd like to share those on the website as well, goingblindsocks.com, um, you know, so that other people can use them too. So thank you for listening. And thank you, Joy, for hey, everything. Hey, I have one thing. Yeah. If This might sound schmaltzy, and I apologize for sicky sweet but i'm really proud of you thank you i think you're amazing and i think everybody who has to go through life with something that that not only makes their life harder but also that it's really hard to explain to other people because that somehow makes it that much tougher 
because mm-hmm. people are like, "What? What's wrong with you? What? That, I don't even know what that is. That's not a real thing." You're like, "No, this is really hard, and don't dismiss me." Yeah. So I'm just saying I'm proud of you and everybody that gets through it every day. Thank you. And thank you for always being there to support me. Hey, it's my job. I take it seriously. You do. So. Okay. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you guys, uh, and we'll uh, talk to you again soon.